0: to Horror Zone 607. We are the podcast that talks all things horror and brings you the week's biggest horror movie news. And boy, do we got some news to talk about this week. We sure do. And we're going to be talking a whole lot of horror like we always do too. But we got to get this thing started the right way because I have got to introduce my co-pilot, my partner in crime, the man that is solely responsible for the blistering heat in the United States and especially here in the Northeast because he's just
1: that hot. He's rich Well, I mean, I always feel that hot Not not because of it looks I, As a fat man, I sweat a lot Ah, so, is that what it is? Yeah, so that's another reason why I was like eh, So that's where the humidity you know. comes from but, yeah. Okay. yeah It's, it's, it's a rough one So it's like I always carry a sweat towel You can confirm that It's right next to me Yeah In the summertime uh, I'm not as I, I, don't, I don't dislike the summer I love the summer But it is far easier to get warmer Than it is to get cooler And they really frown upon when you strip down Especially as a fat man
0: I agree, like, like if, I was a good looking,
1: if I was a good looking woman, I feel like if I stripped down, everybody would be okay with that. Oh. But because I am a rotund, large, job of the hut size man, people get a little eh, when you strip down. I'm just saying.
0: I say you just have to have confidence. Just go with I it. I mean, I do. Just that's, go why, for it. that's
1: why when I go to the beach and stuff, I wear a European Speedo.
0: That makes sense. Uh, uh, I can see like that. I'm delicious,
1: man. I don't yeah.
0: care. <laughs> delicious is right. I, I don't delicious care. is right. So uh, I'm a little hungover. Oh, really? I'm a little hungover, uh, not because I had any alcohol or anything that inebriated me. I just hungover because uh, we've just spent the last three weeks going with my biggest passion project of them all, the top 30 horror movie scores, and it's over.
1: No? I just, I feel empty. I kind of feel weird about that because I thought your biggest passion project was, you know, your relationship with the professor's mom.
0: Well, that's my second biggest passion oh, okay. pro- That's okay. just passionate. Oh, okay. Let's, let's get that straight. All that's right, just passionate. Right, I got the words
1: wrong. I'm sorry. What a lady. She Uh, is. She's a wonderful woman. uh, Wonderful woman. Yeah. Yeah, she's, just she's the kind of woman you take to a nice steak dinner and then call her back. Yes, which I have
0: many times. Right, well, yes. you know, you just
1: keep going back. Yeah, kind of more. What a oh, I can't say enough. Seconds, thirds, fourths, You know, it is it is what it is.
0: Yeah, she usually doesn't come over to my place on Sundays. Um, it's it's just something that we just we take a day off. She's coming over later, and I think
1: she's making shish kebabs. You know, you know, Mike. C., though, uh, it's speaking of which, uh, that we might as well talk about the third person in the room. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the smartest man in all of horror podcasting, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the professor.
0: No, this man! No!
1: Yeah, he ain't here. No, <laughs> no, he took another week off. <laughs> he ain't here. No, we don't know where he is. No, oh, we do know where he well, is. He's at camp. He's, no, we know where he is. He's not at camp. He's he is practicing. Let's, let's be honest. He's practicing with the Lone Rangers. They're going on tour. That's true. That is true. That is actually
0: that is hundred percent true. Although no he,
1: they ordered a Lone Ranger. Uh, they ordered Lone Rangers like costumes for the road. Yeah, the person heard Lone Ranger and only made one. So right now so they're all they're gonna having, fit into the one they're, they're, costume. They're making, they're having issues. They have to have more done because the guy was like, "Oh, well, you said a singular. I don't. You can't really pluralize a singular." And they were like, "No, we're the Lone well, Rangers. We're the Lone Rangers. Yeah. Well, how are you lone then? I think that maybe
0: maybe that's why they're not here. Maybe they're going for that fitting today. It's uh, possible. Maybe
1: maybe maybe they're back. I in think they note. should all just fit into the one. There's four of them." I mean, the professor is is bite size, if you will. He's a little guy. He's just a tiny guy. Yeah, tiny little guy. His handlebar
0: mustache takes up most of him. I, you know, you know, it's, he's kind of like Yosemite Sam a
1: little. You bit. gotta, you, you gotta love him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. But he is not here today. No. I know. I gave him a big introduction. He is not here. It's just me and Mike C today. That's true. Can we boo him one more time? Yeah, of course we can. We through the through the amazing world of soundboarding. Boo this man boo! we can boo the professor as much as we want. He had that one coming to him. he has all as far of as I'm concerned. But uh, I know we got a a, a pretty pretty jam packed show this week. We do, and it didn't start out
0: that way when I was no. producing this uh, throughout the week, or you know, putting it together. I guess I should say because you're the producer. Let's face it; I have no no hand in that whatsoever. But putting my notes together, I was like, okay, this one uh, we really don't have a lot to talk about, and then uh, and then a certain trailer hit. So uh
1: right, right. we've we got we, a lot to talk got, about because I've got a scathing scathing thing coming, you know, against that coming up in the second segment, though. Also talking talking horror segment. You know, you did the top thirty. Uh, uh, so, you know, we we're bridging the gap. Of course, next week starts July, George Romero. July. We'll be reviewing four George Romero films through the weeks, uh, through the month of July, right? Yes. And uh, then after that, you know, we have more things planned, but that's what in the direct future. So we had to have a bridge the gap, and I decided to do something that uh, we've not done before, but we're going to stay in the musical realm.
0: Yes. We are going to talk about a
1: movie soundtrack.
0: We are and you saved me because I just like I said I got a hangover uh you know I just I I feel like my soul left my body. I
1: just have nothing left. And for nothing you kids, left. for you kids at home, I will explain movie soundtrack when we get there. Yeah. If you they, if you don't know. So, with that being said though, let's, let's waste no more time. The professor's not here. He doesn't need to be booed again until later in the show. Yeah, we'll get him again. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and let's open up with a horror zone news. <laughs>
0: Yes, that is uh, a wonderful, wonderful cover of the legendary song, Don't Fear the Reaper. Uh, this is by uh, by a person by the name of a band. I, I don't know if it's a band or just a guy, a solo act uh, by the name of Gus. It's Gus Black, actually. Yes, and uh, that song is featured in the original Scream. Uh, you may not have heard it. It's in the scene where Nev Campbell's character is first introduced, where she's in her bedroom. Billy Loomis comes through the window, and they have that, that remarkable conversation about PG-13 movies. And that song is playing overhead on no, the
1: 13 relationship relationships excuse me yes she flashes him that was my bad but she, she flashes him and not shows doesn't show any boob yeah it's just bra it's just
0: all bra it's pg-13
1: but later later she's ready to go to the rated r or rated x version yeah that yeah. was later in the movie, but that's, that song is playing overhead in there And it took me
0: a long time to figure out that that's what it was in life But uh, I know but we're going in
1: the news started. and this is is, is a totally different topic But since we brought that scene up do you actually and eventually will we we will review all the scream movies But uh, especially before the news scream we have to do that before the new yes Yes, but uh, anyways with the uh, with scream Do you ever think that, that that was put in there just to be like to snub the nose at the you have premarital sex you die
0: that scene, yeah. Oh, you yeah, absolutely. That that's the, that's the, the, you absolutely. Know. And that song, by the way, was obviously a nod to Halloween because that movie was full of Halloween. Well, nods.
1: it was it was a nod to Halloween, but it was also a nod to the fact that the the Billy was the killer. Yeah. Because if you think, think about it, don't fear the Reaper don't fear the Reaper. And, and and the Reaper is in the room. Yes. He's the, he's the, he's the killer. Well, one of the killers. One of them. Yeah.
0: But, well, let's face it. And again, I'm just going to point this out one more time. I, the professor's not here to defend it. I know that you will defend it. Stumacher survived the headshot from that television. He okay. did. There, he's still alive.
1: He's coming back. I'm going to say this, okay? We're going to end the debate and the argument once and for all. In real life, IRL, as the kids call it, If that TV, which was an old school, big ass tube television, dropped on that man's head, he's dead. However, because this is the movie world... And I do know that they, and it, we might talk about it in that leading up to the Scream movie, because we're going to do a lot of Scream content in the month of December leading into January. Uh, we, we'll just spoil it there, because we'll probably re- do a week-by-week review of all four of the movies that came before, and maybe even something a little fun right before the movie comes out, where we do some more fun facts and stuff like this. Like that Stu Marker's still alive. Right, right, right. We could do some conspiracy theories like this. So I, I don't want to take this away completely, cause I, but I'm going to give you this concession for right now. In, in a movie he could possibly be alive we do know that they had wrote a treatment where he was going to be the mastermind yes. for for 3 Yes. He was going to be the mastermind. There was going to be two killers. Well, technically, there was only going to be one killer still. It was still going to be Roman. But Stu was going to be mastermind the whole thing. Now, we have not been told whether or not he was going to be in some kind of, like, incapacitated state or not. Right. He was just called the mastermind. They never said, like, he was going to have any action points in the movie. They didn't lead to it. So he could be in a wheelchair or something. He could be fucked up pretty bad. And, Who knows? And let... Y- Thank goodness that didn't happen because Stu was so stupid. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way he can mastermind anything. He was the puppet. But here's the thing. Yeah. If you would go back in time, that would have made no sense. When I saw that screenplay, and I think that's probably what got that finally shot down, was the fact of the matter is that he was basically being led around by his friend Billy. Yeah. Like, Billy was the mastermind. Billy was the person who had all the ideas. Stu just went out there and killed people for Billy because he was warped in the head and he was in love with Billy. They could have done a whole side plot where they made out. Ooh. Dude, if it was the year, honestly, if it was, if that movie came out 10 years later, actually, I'm surprised Wes Craven didn't do it because he's always been ahead of the curve on shit like that. Yeah. They should have done that. They should have done a boy on boy kiss. Fuck it. And I'm, I'm not even saying that in a bad way because no. if you think I about it, that. if you think about it, that's kind of like, I think that's how he got him. Like the love that, that that Stu shows for Billy is more of like what you would do for somebody you were passionate about. It's about his loyalty. There's one hole in What's that. that. He always had a thing for Sid. Well, they always they they. they it doesn't mean they were you know straight on. You know, true. you could be bisexual. This is LGBTQ pride. That's month. True. It's true. We That's celebrate bisexuals here too, my good sir. But so he, he always had a thing for her. But he also he always had a thing his for you, Sid. Been, but he's he's also he also had to think for him because tell me who who oh, else yeah. who else goes that hard for somebody if you don't at least love them a little bit yeah you can't go that hard like he fucking was all you know the, until the, it came down when he got stabbed a little bit I feel a little woozy man then he fucking realized that he was making mistakes in life
0: yes it was too late by that but point.
1: that's enough there's a teaser so now you know in December we're going to do Scream December yeah to prepare for Scream he Twenty. Was, he 22. was the only one that didn't get
0: shot to death. I know. Of all the killers, he's the only one that didn't get shot that he got stabbed he, pretty bad. He, 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 was ate a little the TV. he ate the TV. He
1: ate the T V. He ate the TV. I, I can can you give me that concession though? In real life you are not getting up from that. In a movie I, I you can write anything. Yeah. Because we have to suspend disbelief for movies. I think there's a couple people that could get up. Stu Mocker because remember, there's...
0: throughout like That's that you could get up from that. Oh, fuck no. Not one of those.
1: <laughs> Dude, those t- remember how heavy those TVs were? <laughs> they were,
0: yeah. Holy shit. You, I if had you a 25-inch. That TV was bigger than a 25-inch oh, TV. Yeah. Oh, I had a 25-inch television, television that weighed like 100 pounds. That was
1: at least a 35, 38-inch yeah, television. That was a big television. TV. That was a big TV. And it was a tube television. Anybody who's in our age group that remembers those t- TVs, let me know. Hit us up on social medias. Because I'm telling you, you're not living through that shit. But in, in a movie logic, you can let's be honest in movie logic anything's fucking possible yeah and in that series alone they they like to do things that were unconventional on purpose even because like i think a lot of their plot holes were purposely put in there oh yeah to not make sense on purpose we were talking about one earlier that we we won't go jump in too much time because we have news to get into but if you think about it, there's a lot of plot holes in that series and that's something we're going to discuss because we're going to lead right into scream 2022 (sighs) fuck my life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're going to lead right into that with uh, going over the first form. Well, we I think that's what we'll do. We're In December, we review all the movies, and then that one week in between, we'll do some fun facts, conspiracy theories, and such, just to lead us There's in. There's a lot of
0: fun facts about there
1: that. Is, just to lead us in to the mother of them all because i'm actually super excited and that's not oh, by the way it's my birthday gift it comes yes. out on my birthday yes i will be there on my i birthday. get american horror story you get scream yeah 2022. I, I, I think it's it's a, it's a good it's a yeah. good fit i like it, and i like both so with further ado i know we went off the side rails a little bit but uh that's what you guys like to hear sometimes yeah so well, uh news
0: yeah let's let's get to the news
1: because i got something to say you always have something to i got say. something that, really to is, say th- this is a podcast this is where you. it say is stuff. a podcast we wait We're on a podcast? Yeah. If you don't say stuff, they can't hear you. (laughs) No. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, in a weird way, yeah. Well,
0: I got something to say. Because there was a certain trailer... Uh, trailer number two, they're calling it, but
1: it was like really the first real trailer. That this we've is first non, the first not the first trailer we got was a teaser trailer. More I don't of a know, teaser, yes. I, know, I think they're, they're trying to claim that that wasn't a teaser because it was like a minute long instead of like it was a teaser seconds, but it was a teaser. Just this a little, was it was a two minute tease. in my in my in my opinion, this is the first real. This trailer.
0: is the first real trailer, and that was for the mo- it's for the movie Halloween Kills, which we know is coming up soon. It's going to be here in what three and a half months, uh, so it's going to be here before we know. We're just getting into the start of summer, but it's going to be Halloween time before we know it. And, um, you know, for you listeners out there, you know the uh, the admiration and the love that I have for Halloween 2018. Uh, you know that I think it's the greatest movie that's ever been made in this generation or any other. Um, and by that, I mean the worst movie I've ever... You know, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I, I hate the movie. My score for it goes down every time I watch it. And um, we got this trailer the other day. And... Um, it just uh, it just kind of reinforced the fact that I am not going to spend one cent on this movie because it looks like absolute garbage. It looks like absolute trash. I'm pulling a heel turn again here. What? 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 I'm gonna get I'm, rid of David Gordon I'm spending, Green. I'm gonna get, spend, get rid of Danny McBride. I'm
1: gonna spend all the monies, all the monies, all the time to go see this movie. You can buy my ticket and watch I, my movie twice. I'm gonna buy your ticket and you I'm gonna, 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 watch, I'm it gonna twice. watch it. I'm gonna watch it three times. Watch it double. I'm gonna watch it three, four times. Uh, first of all, I uh, we will get to some uh, things, but it's October fifteenth, twenty twenty one is when it's going to come, yeah. out, officially. Just so everybody knows, October fifteenth. It was supposed to come out last year, so this year we were supposed to get the finality, which was Halloween ends. Uh, I can't wait for it to. End uh, I'm at this glad point. that they didn't call it Halloween Dies because I just think that that was it a dumb died number. already in my mind. I did not. Okay, so let's jump in. Uh, first of all, overall, overall, I'm going to say this about the trailer: the one thing that I really appreciated about this trailer is it gave you plenty of violence. <laughs> And it gave you So we know the, the violence is on the menu Yeah Which I'm fine with I, This is a slasher film So that, I'm, I'm happy about that Because you know In this day and age and we, They didn't shy away From it too much in 2018 So I didn't feel like They'd shy away now But you never know Especially with everything That's going on in the world Maybe they'd dumb it down A little bit Thankfully they didn't So I'm excited about that First thing Second thing is I love how they didn't give you a complete breakdown of what they're truly doing because we are, I know your look, because I'm going to get to that in the con, give me a second, but we all know that what they're truly doing in this movie is there's a social commentary going on about the mob mentality in social media. That was one of the things that they talked about. They didn't give you that whole storyline, which I'm happy about, because I would like to see that play out in real time and be surprised about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll give them credit there. And that's the only reason, because we know enough about the movie that we know that that's the underlying tone. And I thought that that could be, and you actually admitted, trailer aside, that you were interested in seeing that done if it was done well. Like, because I think that's a good concept, especially with the, the way everybody, the, the modern day witch hunts to go on on social media. Right. Right. So if you feel like I feel like that's the way to go. Mob mentality and 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 witch hunts are perfect to portray. It's kind of real life. It's tongue in cheek. And you're using a real monster in the case of Michael Myers. Uh, let's get to the dislike, because that, that was the nicest things that I could say. The dislike is, once again, I feel like they showed too many scenes. Yeah, I think we like saw too, everybody, many, that's too, get too killed. many too many clear, clean scenes. I don't think so. I heard that this movie's going to have like a fucking Freddy or fucking Jason X body count. Like that's ungodly. If you remember, like seventeen people die in the first like five minutes of that movie. <laughs> right? Like no, tr- no, no yeah. bullshit. So I'm just saying, I've heard that that's rumor that this is going to be the highest kill counted fucking Halloween that there ever is. Hence, Halloween Kills is a great fucking name, right? So uh, I'm like, I'm like, okay. So if that's what we're seeing, we're going to get more. But here's my problem. They showed almost full-on scenes, including how fucking Michael Myers gets out of the house. Yeah. What the fuck? Why would you show one of the mystery things? that I understand it's going to open the movie, but why would you show almost the complete opening scene of the movie where they show how he gets out? The firemen help him out, pretty much. And then he just kills firemen, including a really cool, what I'm sure will look more brutal on screen, of shoving the axe through the guy's fucking face mask. That looked pretty cool. Once again, if I would've saw it in the theater without seeing the scene, even if they add blood and gore to it, which I'm assuming they will, if I would've not seen that until then in the screen, I'd been like, oh shit, this is great in the movie theater. So they're they're robbing a spot this is what I hate about nowadays, and I get it. They're like, oh, we're trying to get people to come out and watch things. People are going to come. That movie
0: sells itself. Yes. You don't need yes. to do that.
1: Yes. It's Halloween. Yes, I am agreeing 2018 made,
0: what, $250 million?
1: Yeah, I mean, it opened with $86 million or something, something like that. that. It was re- it was the highest gross. COVID roast. or not, this movie's going to make big bucks. This, well, this movie's going to make a, a really good money. Let's be honest. So you don't need to give away the entire, like, and then somebody's like, well, they chopped it up. No, they pretty much did the whole fucking scene. Yeah. Like, you see them break into the floor yeah you see the you guy reach down, down. yeah well, well you see one go down but then you see one reach down like to help the person out which we're gotta assume it's michael and he gets yanked in yeah the next thing you know you see michael coming out of the house you, he, he dispatches of one on the porch where he gets the axe and then you yep. see him swing an axe into another dude's face oh and then you see him take a circular saw and take off some guy's head
0: like yeah right down well, like, I'm, what, but here's
1: my problem those are cool kills why are you showing those because now when I see him, I'm like, even if you add gore and blood and all that shit to it, now I'm like, well, I already saw you. The surprise is gone. Because could, could you, okay, so put yourself where you don't see that trailer. And I know you don't like the movie, but you don't see any of that opening at all in the trailer. So now Michael gets out. It's, it's, it's a logical way for him to get out, which is actually surprising because we thought it was going to be some bullshit. right? Yeah. So he gets out. He starts killing people off. You're like, okay, this is opening well. He grabs that fucking axe. And before you even fucking know what to do, he slams it in some dude's face. I guarantee in the theater, if you don't see that coming, you're like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Like, like, not in a scary way, but oh, shit, this is fucking amazing. I just saw a dude eat an axe, like, in the first five minutes of this film. Like, I saw a guy's head get circular sawed, you know, like, those things are fucking shitty when you give them away. See, to me, the Michael Myers that I
0: grew up with and know was running around killing people with either his bare hands or a butcher knife, which to me was scarier. It's scarier. I don't know. Because I, everybody has argument. a butcher knife in their kitchen,
1: and anybody could break in and do that at any time. But I'm going to argue that. I don't think that's true. Because I think Michael's always been an opportunistic killer. He, he has, in the past, even in the original movies, he has used whatever was at his disposal. Um, he used a fucking corkscrew.
0: In the first movie? Oh, that was yeah.
1: in H2O. H2O. You, right, but I'm just saying, he used a corkscrew. He's used fucking, uh, what was it? Uh, he's used a hammer in the past. He's uh, he's dispatched to people with, uh, the, 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 with the the scythe. Yeah, He used a uh, pitchfork. But yeah. those were all in five, which is generally hated. Right, but there, even before that, he was using, he uses whatever's at hand, man. You're telling me the guy just does, like, he's a killing machine. See, like he- here's what this looks like to me. Like, when he has a choice, like, like, like uh, the one thing that Halloween 6 got right, which was kind of funny, was when he goes up to the table and it has all those fucking tools on it, the medical table, yeah. right before that freaking thing. And, and there puts, happens
0: to just be a machete they, on the table yeah, so in, a, grab, in a he, hospital. He, he
1: grabs that instead of, yeah. like, he originally grabs, like, a regular knife, and he's like, oh, no, this is a bigger knife. Yeah. yeah, Like, that was funny to me. But once again, I'm saying, I do believe he's an opportunistic killer. Like, he just, he's, so, he, I don't think he really is going to tie himself down. He's like an artist. See, here's the thing that this,
0: what this looks like to me and in what 20 you know 2018 kind of to a certain degree too everybody in and and i don't have too big of a problem i have mean, got my issues with the with the rob zombie movies but universally those movies are pretty much hated and a lot of it was because of the excessive violence because that's what rob zombie has to do and this movie in the 2018 one but especially with what i saw with this looks like basically rob zombie's halloween but somebody picked up their cell phone and made a really shoddy home video of, like, like a, like a fan film of it. That's what it looks like to me. It's, it's incredibly poorly shot. Which 2018 was. I, I people love the way that was shot. I think it looks awful. Go back and watch the original Halloween. Go watch Halloween Four. Go watch Halloween Two. And look at the way that those were filmed. The but the to shot, itself. But they were a work of art. The way that they were done, they looked amazing. I think the this way they movie were look
1: fine. Was fucking. I hated the way so that it looked. Shot. You had it the
0: camera fine. on the the side mirror on the car, and you see Laurie driving around with it. And it's all these like weird, funky. Let's go with these 2020 shots. All but these. Did you
1: want? You did you want green screen effects like fucking Halloween four? Green screen, no. There was no green screen in oh with the, the Halloween car the, the car fucking scene the, the the truck scene where they're driving and he's on the fucking truck they did some of that as as a green screen no oh, that yeah. yeah and I'm not a big fan of that right right scene. right well again I'm just saying it's but. been done before another Halloween like well, we're rewriting I, I mean just, I've always said that you're being unfair because you are but it's okay I mean it's your opinion though you get to say your opinion my problem is is this it's the times. Like we live in different times, and I I always try to explain this to people when they're like comparing stuff to the past. Things in the past don't necessarily work now, and also things from the past aren't necessarily accepted. And I'm not even talking about any social justice things. Let's just go like this. So, and this is my perfect example. I always use this movie to to to, to be the example of this, and I think I've may even said this before. So if you've heard this before, oh well, you know it is what it is. Uh, But I got to bring it up for Mike. The original Last House on the Left. They focused more. On all of the rape and sexual violence in that movie, right? Right. Very little, the the, the actual kills were less graphic, not you know, whatever. The remake comes out different times. Because back then, violence was bad, but sex was okay. Fast forward to the Last House of the Left remake, which is a really good movie in my opinion. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. enjoyed that as well. And they're a great companion piece for this reason. They toned down the rape scenes and they upped the fucking violence level. Because now now in the 2000s and plus violence is okay and I'm okay with that in some aspects okay like if the new Conjuring movie that we just saw if we would have came in there and it would have been like fucking blood gore shit everywhere I'd have been like okay this isn't what I paid to see you know I mean I paid to see I mean technically it wasn't what I paid to see either uh, because it was more <laughs> of a it was more of a true crime I actually did enjoy the movie for what it was but it wasn't a horror movie no definitely wasn't a conjuring movie in my opinion it was more of a true crime drama that's just my opinion whatever we maybe we'll dive into giving a, a full-on review in the near future or whatever uh, but I I digress if that was like violent and like bloody and gory and and kills I'm like oh this is not the conjuring that we're used to this is not even what I paid for right however In a slasher film I come for the body count and I feel like what's happening here is you're right uh, Michael was always methodical he was always a stalker he was always kind of like you know more personal about with things however the times have now changed and like you have to up things and also there is a big bleeding gaping hole where Friday the 13th should sit you see what I mean so I think and whether you like it or not I think what David Gordon Green and others have tried to do with the the new Halloween movies is fill that fucking void so what they're saying is Michael who is set pent up now mind you the story also works out too he is set pent up in a psychiatric ward this is a killing machine right who is just set up in this psychiatric ward for what 40 years and then he gets out of course he's got all that aggression he wants to kill somebody and then he just so happens to see the person who I'm sure on some level, I mean obviously we don't break this down for 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 a killer and especially one that doesn't talk, but on some level he's like that's the bitch that got away, like you know that's why his his target changes because he's like well wait a minute, I got to finish up some loose ends up in this bitch, you know what I mean? Like it, it would make sense because like think about it, serial killers usually you know, some of them have gone back to try to kill <laughs> ones that got away.
0: Well, here's my thing, and, and this is something that John Carpenter said 40 years ago and has said for the last 40 years. When he made the original Halloween, keep in mind, Michael was was pent up in an asylum for almost 20 years leading up to that moment. Um, But here's what he always said about this. We don't need a bunch of blood. We don't need a bunch of guts. We don't need a bunch of violence. Less is more. And what are the most effective movies, horror movies that have ever been made? Less was more. Black Christmas had a pretty big body count. But you don't see a lot of what's going You know, everything is very suspenseful and very atmospheric. All of that was missing in Halloween 2018. As far as I'm concerned, there was zero, and I mean zero, suspense. There was zero atmosphere in that movie. It did not look the part. It did not feel the part. It was way over the top. I'm telling you, it was like a Rob Zombie's Halloween fan film to me. That's what it felt like.
1: Okay. A very poorly done one. The only problem is is that I agree And I agree with his sentiment, because I I actually do agree with this. I also agree that there's a time and place for a high body kill count. But I do want to point this out. You brought uh, brought up John Carpenter yourself for your argument. John Carpenter loved Halloween 2018. He also said that he loves Halloween kills. So, I mean. He's selling movies. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, Oh, come on. He's a self-admitted capitalist. Okay, he, he, he likes capital. I get it. But uh he shat all over the fucking Rob Zombie ones. He wasn't involved in them. It doesn't matter. He still gets a re- he still gets a royalty check because he, he owns it. He been. He should because he he owns the film. You have to pay for That's the That's one rights. of the reasons
0: why he's been so bitter over the series because he wasn't getting the money for it that he was
1: supposed to Like He like, wasn't getting as much as he was supposed to be the getting. The Akkad family owns the rights to the movie, I should say it that way, but be- right. because you're the original writer, you are guarant, you were you were you are entitled to some of the process because they have to put created by and for that you have to get something. Yeah. If he But he wasn't getting what he was, was supposed to. But right, here's was the thing. if thing he wasn't there. getting what he was supposed to, then kudos to him to not pulling the Friday the thirteenth fuck Sean Cunningham yeah. route. Kudos to him for that. And it's because that. he got back involved with it. Right. Like, but that's because somebody was smart enough to bring him bring him back. But right. here's the thing I don't know if that's the the whole case because if if you put your name on it and people think it's shit, you're still you're just fucking yourself too. Yeah. And on top of that, most people most people, the majority, the the fucking full on majority, liked Halloween twenty eighteen more than I did. Even yeah, i never understand. I'm that. always it's a the younger of, generation. I'm a little bit of the middle of the road with it. We we've all talked about it. Uh, depending upon the day, I'm a six six and a half guy for that movie. For that movie, yeah. out of ten. And there is a lot of people, professor included, who is like eight eight and a half nine. Like right, which like surprises in that territory. me
0: because he is such a you know what's what's the word? Historian? You know, when it comes to yeah, horror movies? it's a
1: good fucking flick. It's not, though. It's
0: not. I'm uh, trying to tell you. Come I, on, man. I would say the same thing about the maestro, but let's face it, this is the guy that loves Deathbed the Bed That Eats yeah, and yeah,
1: movies yeah. just like it.
0: Um, but, um, you know, it just... I, I don't know. I... <sighs>
1: Well, we all always agree to disagree. I am going to go see the movie there. I just think that they dropped the ball in the trailer at the end of the day. Yeah, and I don't like, by the way,
0: I don't like the fact that it looks like they're basically killing off all of the returning cast members because you pretty much see the nurse, nurse, whatever, Marion she's in the car and it's got the same kill or the same thing she's in a car and you see the hand come down and smash the window she's crawling over to the passenger side and a hand comes down with it looked like a wrench in the hand and smack the window and smash it it he's was a complete old. homage to the original
1: he's getting old sometimes you can't smash the window No I'm just you saying it's anymore.
0: like it's an original like, it looks exactly like what happened in the original movie in one of those opening scenes um you see um what's her name Kyle Richards uh Lindsay Wallace you see her, he's got her by the throat, and the knife is on the way down to her face or her throat. So clearly it looks like she's not going to make it. The only but thing you don't see is the knife penetrator neck or her throat But or here's her face. my problem.
1: Like, why wouldn't you close up the loose ends? We're coming into, like, the end. This is, uh, like, allegedly the, the plan from what I understood the whole time was Halloween ends is supposed to be, like, the horror equivalent of Reservoir yeah, but dogs. you're
0: going to blow the, the wad on the whole thing all at once? Nah, man. You set it up, man. Because that's not the I cres- bet you Tommy Doyle isn't going to make it either.
1: I'm just telling you right now. The, the crescendo is where you go. So, like, they've, they've up, if they're upping it, they're up in it. I'm loving it. Well, here's one other so thing. That part that I'm not bothered me. about. I'm just saying that people give away too much in trailers trying to get people in the door. And when you do that, you kind of fuck with the movie because then the people see good scenes and then they're not surprised by them. So, it kind of is a dual edged short.
0: Well, here's one other thing. And you don't know, we don't know how this is obviously going to play out when the movie actually comes out, but. The one thing that we've seen in both of the trailers is where they're driving away in the back of the pickup truck and all three girls, they see the fire department and the cops and everybody heading towards the house that's on fire. No, no, let it burn, let it burn. Let him die, let him die. We know he's going to get away. And then they show a scene in this trailer where it's, I believe it was both Lori and her daughter. What? You mean he might have gotten out? It's possible he might have gotten away? They actually say that just like that in the trailer. I don't remember which one. of them. I think it was Laurie. Well, here's the thing that, that well, would have got out. Huh? Ah, that makes it makes sense what?
1: though. That, believe it or not, it makes sense. I'm surprised by this. You know why it makes sense? No, I'm being serious. This, this does make sense. It makes sense because in the moment when they're all like pent up and like they're fearing shit, they're like, "Oh my god, don't, don't help, don't let it burn, let it burn." But then later on, you like fucking with your brain, like after you calm down a little bit, you start going. All right, we locked that motherfucker in a basement. The entire house is on fire. You're putting way too by, much logic into this. It's a horror movie. It has nothing to do with that. It, has, no has, to logic with, it has to do with normal human nature. Because normal human nature started kicking because I'd even be like, okay, there's no way that motherfucker lived. I think no it's way. just bad writing. No way. That's what I think. Because Danny McBride is not good. I never liked that guy. And uh, That's personal opinions. But I, I'm just going to throw it out there. Like I said, I, folks, will still be going to see Halloween Kills. I just uh, I wish they would not have given away some of the scenes that I would have liked to see in the theater, including the whole way how he gets the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, see, to me, I, I just don't trailer. feel
0: like I need to go see it. I, I've
1: already seen the movie now. It, was,
0: it, it looks exactly no, like haven't. I expected it no, to. No,
1: you haven't. The man so. in black's coming back, baby. <laughs> Watch that shit.
0: Yes, that would be amazing. If
1: I call that. Call your uh, shot, boy. Maybe what we can get saying? Thorn back. Thorn will automatically. You know. Then how? Then fucking Pinhead makes an appearance. Oh yeah, it's good shit. Get it, Ash it could, in there. It could happen. Get Ashy slashy in there. You know, listen, it could happen.
0: All right, moving on because I they're, they're
1: owned by I, they're owned by Dimension.
0: That's true. I just I can't take any more Halloween right now. Actually no, Dimension doesn't own it anymore, do they? They sold uh, it. I mean I there is no Dimension anymore. Right,
1: yeah. But I mean they're all still they all are lumped together still. No. I thought the Blumhouse them. got control of it or something. I think Blumhouse else. is producing it. I don't know who owns the actual rights. I mean yeah. I know the Akkad family owns the rights over. As long as it's I not know. Sean Cunningham. It's not Sean Cunningham. He,
0: all right, so moving on, because I just can't take any more of this right now with Halloween. I, I, I'm, I'm out of out of energy again here. I feel hungover again. Uh, so Wolf Creek 3 is happening, and uh, John Jarrett will be back as Mick Taylor. Uh, production set to begin in late 2021 in South Australia.
1: Um, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: Thing. <laughs> I never saw Wolf Creek 2 and I didn't see any of the series. I heard the series was excellent.
1: I, I heard this I have heard nothing but good things about the series. Uh Wolf I was Creek, not a fan of the first one. I know a lot of people Wolf like Creek it. I, was, it was, I gotta watch it again. It was alright. It wasn't it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. I, I expected mean, a slasher movie and it really no. they talk
0: about it like it's a slasher series a cr- and it
1: wasn't. It's, it's a crime movie. Yeah. I mean it is loosely based off of a real story. Yeah. Like like i when I say loosely, I mean obviously take a lot of fucking liberties, but you know, it's loosely based off of a true story of a serial killer in Australia. Right. So like basically Basically he's a serial killer. It's a serial killer movie. Which I I don't I, I wanna point it out. I like serial killer movies, but serial killer movies and slasher films are two different
0: things. Yeah, they can be. They can be the same. They can be two different things. I think that I went into this at the time, because this is, what, 15 years ago now or more that it came out, almost 20 years ago. I went into it at the time um, when I was really into slasher movies. I really hadn't seen a ton of stuff that I have seen since. And I went into it thinking it was going to be kind of like the mass killer, like the hidden killer, and it was going to be all the suspense. And they give away that he's the killer. 15 minutes into the movie you know or 20 minutes oh in, yeah, it's, yeah it's very quick so it wasn't what i expected now that i know what it is it's something I, I probably should go back and i've been meaning to go back and kind of revisit it but i i they, they kind of marketed it like it was almost like the texas chainsaw massacre but in australia and it it's wasn't anything texas like chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't anything like was. that so it's i think that's what kind of threw me for a loop but um it, it is something that i do
1: want to give a chance to well the guy was again. known for hunting his victims yeah but like like but hunting them with a gun Right, so like, like, for some reason, that uh, for a gun does not translate to slasher for me. No, ever. no, because it's like not personal enough. I feel yeah. like slasher movies. I mean, I, I I've seen people die in slasher films with a gun. I that's understand, actually one that's of the, the things that thing.
0: I never liked about the Scream movies. Believe it or not, as much as I love those movies, by the end when there's the big reveal, all of a sudden there's no knife involved anymore. It's all of a sudden the killer's got a gun.
1: Yeah, it was every time nice. almost. But you know what? The reason I like actually like, every time. You know why I'll excuse it though. Because it, it, for the most part, the only people who die by that gun are usually the, the fucking killer. Anyway, killer. right? Uh, everybody else has been killed by someone else. And what else would a normal person kill a killer with? Like, think about it. The well, killer's yeah. deranged, and they're they're gonna they'll slice and dice you. And get up close, and that's the whole point. Like a normal person is just gonna try to protect themselves. Yeah. So the gun is the easy way. I think that it's just more
0: with a knife. You have to be up close. It's that's more personal, right. and it's it's brutal. It's right. More, but I'm just
1: saying, the killer always introduces the gun, but never yeah. never takes advantage of that.
0: Right. In fact, I think the only one that I can. Uh, yeah they usually maybe like like Jill kills yeah uh, you know. in four she does but, that's uh, a, but, but what's that's his name cover... uh, Mickey kills Derek in part two when he's up on the cross on the stage production thing where they're on that whatever the play that they're working on he's like chained up on the thing there yeah but like that's, a during a,
1: that's during a mental break though he's well it's also it's, break, it's during yeah. the re, it's after the reveal right but he's but, also doing a mental break yeah. <laughs> so like I, I think it, all, I still all think Mickey was window. a very underrated uh, I, I did like him as killer. the killer he was a great crazy but, guy but, I loved uh, him with the Oliphant but with, with Jill though that was part of her plan like, yeah. there's a little difference towards the end of that movie it becomes more of like oh that's a fucking clever way I still like it was a clever that, way to set everything up since we've come right back to Scream
0: again here one of the things I know I've, I've told you this before and I, I think I've said it on the air we've never seen a killer come back in a sequel and I think that that would be something that would be kind of a smart change in, in one of these let's have know, all to of them come happen. back yeah let's just have them all they're all still alive you know actually while we're at it Billy Loomis survived that gunshot wound to the head and so did his mother
1: yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, they had matching gunshot wounds. So it's a, it's a, it's a family did. tree. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, his mother's not uh, the professor's mother. I will che- I will check it out still, but I'm I'm not. Uh, it's not one of my things that I was huge on, as far as Wolf, Wolf Creek. Goes yet. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like I said, I still need well, to see the second movie. one, and I still need to see the series. But I, I wonder if this is going to like take place like all in the same world, or if the that series was part. Of, yeah, I, I don't know.
1: I, I hope so, since the guy's back. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, but I don't know if it was a continuation of it. Right, or I don't if they, know. Like, went down I'm... a different path. I don't know anything about it really. So I I, I kind of want to watch it. So. All right. Uh, the official poster, and now uh, a, a teaser trailer also, since I, since I first did my notes here, uh, has come out for American Horror Stories. I always say it's stories. Stories. Because we don't want to confuse it with American Horror Story. That's right. Uh, but American Horror Stories uh, features references to the uh, original season of American Horror Story. Um, you see the murder house. They're like in a field, and you see the murder house in the background, and uh, you also see somebody standing there wearing the uh, infamous rubber suit that you see in the original series. Well, we seasoned. know this,
1: this is an anthology show. Yes, like, every episode is different. I understand once again, we have to always explain that. Yes, American Horror Story is also, a, is also a, an anthology series, but it's a whole season long. But these are this gonna episodes. This is going to be contained. Every episode is going to be a different story. Move on. Think but now show. I'm kind
0: of starting to wonder, because there was another thing in the teaser that you see that looks like it takes place in the asylum. But so could. I'm kind of wondering if it's just like stories that are going to be tied in to what we've already seen. But even
1: if it ties in, they're still going to be contained to their their timeline. It's going to be
0: over. But I've been thinking all along that they're going to be like original plots stuff, and well, it, I think it's going to actually be intertwined with, maybe, with the series. Maybe
1: for the first season you do that, because then it gets people in. Yeah, and then, which makes sense. And then you go back and you do other shit. Yeah. You. yeah. I mean, I, I'm all right with it. I, I It's cool. I like, uh you know, you this is what you have to bank on. You have to get the American Horror Story fans to want more of American Horror Story, which I think some of them do, obviously enough to make a show, but you have to get them to tune in. So this is the way. Give them the, the, the iconology, if you will, of the things that they love. Right. Whether it be the murder house, the rubber suit, give them something that they know give them something that's familiar and they're going to tune in and then you can take your liberties after that right and i I think that's what they're doing so kudos to them Uh, i'm excited to see it
0: uh moving on uh, according to deadline jackson white has been cast as young judd crandall for the new pet cemetery and uh he's he's going to be playing young judd crandall or as my uh my laptop likes to auto correct judge crandall
1: yeah, uh, but it is not a prequel. It's
0: not a prequel, yeah. It's what they just kind of came out and said, oh, we don't know if it's going to be that. We might have changed course. No, this this pretty much confirms that we're going to be looking yeah, at a prequel. prequel.
1: Uh, I'm good with that, though, because I want to see that story. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like, that. Because you think about it, you get passing glimpses of that story, and there's some of them, in, in, in both the original and the remake, right. his backstory <laughs> is, is is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like, when you just hear it, can you imagine them finally getting to see it? Like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, kind of wonder if we're going to see like a
0: full-out story of what you see in the original movie, where they um, the the kid gets brought back to life and you see him like murdering his family in the house and they burn the, Judd and his friends come and they burn the house down. And yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't remember them. I, I only saw the uh, remake once. I've seen kind of parts of it a couple of times since. I don't remember him mentioning anything about that story and his little backstory in the remake. Right, no, I don't remember that either. But so once wonder, again, because I think that him. this is going to actually be more of a prequel to the
1: remake. Yeah, let's tie but. it. But yeah, but you know what? That's part of the story. Maybe they didn't do that because they want to put it, in the nose. put it in the movie. Being smart for once, yeah. you know, not giving everything away. It might actually be
0: good because it's going to be an original idea. So it might be, you know, this is this kind of goes back to my my thing that I say about Halloween. Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. So many people hated that universally. I I I didn't love the movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's full of flaws, but I at least respect it because it was an original movie. It wasn't just a remake taking all the original stuff and you know throwing it in like he did with his remake movie. He at least told an original story with his Halloween Two. So. You know, with this if it's gonna be a prequel and it's gonna tell something that we've never seen before. Which is the same thing, you know, like like uh Pet Cemetery Two. A lot of people didn't like that movie. In a lot of ways, it's a more coherent story than than Pet Cemetery. Pet you know, the original Pet no, Cemetery is full of, you know, all kinds of problems. The acting being the the biggest problem with it. But there's a lot of plot holes and stuff in that movie and a lot of stuff that doesn't quite make sense. I, I personally think that Pet Cemetery Two is a more coherent movie and it's I, I like it overall a little bit more than Pat cemetery so you know at least we're going to get an original story here instead of another remake of some sort so i i respect that hopefully it'll be a good yeah, i agree
1: i i, I think that uh, this should be fine
0: uh no surprise here the last drive-in with joe bob briggs will be back for a fourth season on Shudder, uh presumably in 2022 and in other news water is wet.
1: yes like i mean they're not going to get rid of that that shows nah. a juggernaut man that's why they're not going to get rid of creep show either so there you go right Juggernaut. Already, no, of that's the show. not. Yeah, yeah, there's already going to be a third season coming later this year with the creep show. Juggernaut of a season.
0: You know, kudos to Shutter, by yeah, the way. Yeah, man.
1: They're doing a good job. Doing great work. They're doing the Lord's work over there.
0: All right. And uh, finally, wrapping up the news this week, um, you know, you heard it here first. Two weeks ago, we discussed this and we called this. Spiral from the book of Saw will be heading to digital on July 13th, followed by a DVD, Blu-ray, Ultra, 4K, any, whatever else they've got out there now, release on July 20th.
1: Yeah, I, I really thought that was going to happen. As soon yeah. as we saw the quick turnarounds from other things, I'm like, yeah, they're going to turn around this, and they did. Uh, kudos to them for doing it. Uh, I, Like I said, I did enjoy the movie, but I'm also a fan of the series, and even with its flaws, I mean, I'm not, it's not, I'm not saying they're masterpieces, but I am a fan of the Saw series, and this felt enough like a Saw movie Fuck it! It was a soft movie uh, to uh, make me go. Okay, this is good enough.
0: Yeah, I so, can't wait to get it because I want to watch it.
1: Uh, I know I, that the professor didn't like it, but I, I kind of, I kind of can't. I kind of want to go down the road and see what they can do in the future, spinning off. Yeah, like I don't know if I want to see this continued or if I just want to see a bunch of different spin-offs at this point. Because I feel like there's something to so the, like American Horror Stories, kind of in a way, but only in the movie form. Because uh, I kind of feel like the the greatest part about the first movie is the reveal at the end, and yeah. I feel like you get that reveal. Uh, in this movie too, because you don't—I mean, you can figure out who the killer is—but once again, like the killer is, you know, isn't right in your face, right? So I'm I'm loving I'm loving the fact that the murder mystery part is coming back to a great franchise. Uh, they didn't shy away from the blood and guts. I'll let you guys know that. So there you go. I mean, there's a little bit of humor, but I also like the fact that the humor is in the first end of the movie, and when it gets serious, it stays serious. Yeah, and that that was another kudos hands off to Chris Rock Productions and everybody doing that over there to go, hey, yeah, we're gonna make this serious towards the end. So. But we're going to put some humor in the beginning, because that's American horror movies at the end of the day. You've got to have some humor in there, especially if they're dark and dingy. Right. Speaking of American horror movies, let's uh, end on a uh, box office note. Uh, of course, this, uh, we got a movie coming to theater this week. July second, The Forever Purge is in movie theaters, and I don't think it's a. I don't think they have a deal of uh, any streaming, so you have to no, watch the it's, yeah. it's just theaters, and then of course you'll be able to get it on demand at whatever juncture they put it on. Probably demand, but, not long after. Yeah, probably not. But uh, I'm 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 a fan. I'm going to go see that. This uh, make some yeah. time this weekend.
0: I'm anxious to see to go this. And, this looks and see awesome. this.
1: I think this. I think the story looks good. I think. Uh, and here's the thing. Talking about a trailer doesn't give too much away. I still don't know exactly which route they're going. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the rich people are just saying, fuck it, we're not giving shit back, and we're just going to purge. Or if it's the poorer people, because you know, have right. uh, that scene of the guy going, all you rich people think that you're all safe in that well that's not that, it yeah. it's the forever purge yeah. yeah fucking
0: like it's a horrible speech but I still say it kind of looks like it, it's kind of bringing
1: back elements of the the original movie but mixing it in with the TV series I think but I think they're flipping things on their head I think we're going to see that like I think we're finally going to see the power switch yeah because like forever it was basically the rich people protecting their interests killing off you know like if you go into the real deep thoughts about this and you know maybe we will do that on an episode or something it's like really about like the, the the reason why there's lower crime is there's less people the Reason why there's lower unemployment because there's less people and the less people are all the less fortunate people so they're getting away from having people on uh like social services and stuff like that and that is that is like basically but they're like fuck you're taking advantage of the weak, so you can fulfill your bloodlust, but yet be also get f- fulfill your greed for the greedy right and that's really like kind of one of the underlying tones for the entirety of this series i mean especially when you go back for year one and stuff like that the first the first yeah. purge and you have the you know the, that's basically what they did they were hunting people right and so like like now, fast forward, is this where they get to come up in? It's like wrestling. Is this where the fucking baby face gets to come up in? Man, the average man is like, fuck it, we're taking this shit back. So they plan it out. They plan it under the guise of the purge, and then just, eh, we're just gonna continue this. And we're gonna kill you, motherfuckers away. And then, you know, you're not gonna be able to get into your purge house quick enough because mm-hmm. you're not ready for the purge. The purge is over for you you know right. what i mean so i think that if they go they can go that route or, the, or they can go the other route you know it's it's a weird fucking route man right so that's why i'm saying they didn't give too much away in the trailer we just know we're gonna see violence and purging huh. and i'm fucking in and we're less than a week away and we're we're a days away days Days. July 2nd it's not that far away folks Uh, but with that being said ladies and gentlemen it's time to let you guys know how you can hit us up here at uh, Horror Zone of course do that on social media we're Horror Zone 607 on Facebook like and share that page of course we're also at Horror Zone or at Horizon 607 sorry, on Twitter and Instagram. I almost forgot the Instagram because the, the professor runs that one. Remember to use hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. Of course, you can visit 8122productions.com and get all the information you need for Horizon 607 the Three Fat Nerds podcast, 607 podcast presents the rest of the show, and then there's a secret project coming up. I just want to throw it out there. And all the links and everything are available also on 8122productions.com. And the last two things, twitch.tv slash six oh seven podcast is the place to be. We have every week, Thursday night, myself and Ken M from the Ocho Duro Parley Hour Podcast do 607 Podcast presents the wrestling show. So wrestling fans tune into that. It's every Thursday night. Of course, it comes out in the podcast form on the Three Fat Nerds Network of Podcasting. However, we are going to be doing other things there, including horror zone movie nights. Uh, I do believe we're going to try to aim for July for that. So oh, we're going to get our yes. first double feature. We're going to figure out a night that's good for everybody and we're going to have a lot of fun I can tell you Lamageddon is one of the titles (laughs) Uh, and then last but certainly not least if you would like to support the show monetarily for as little as $1 a month patreon.com slash 8122 productions is the place to go Uh, you get a ton of bonus content you get a ton of it. You get the three Vat nerds podcast. That's early, uncut, unedited, and uncooked. You get this this podcast because you're listening to it. Horizon 607. You get it early. Plus, it's uncut, unedited. You get a little extra for me and Mike. Uncooked. It is uncooked as well if you want to go that route. Of course, you also get the two made-for-Patreon shows. One of them is I Love Movies. That's where we go back in time, and we dissect movies that we used to like as kids and find out if they aged well, pretty much. Just so re-reviewing things that I liked when I was younger. Top gun it's, I, I might do that one eventually uh and then of course the hottest show behind a paywall and that's where it has to live for numerous reasons love is <laughs> scary with dr Derek and spooky mike that is mike c right here did yes, return to the show in june in july we got another big episode coming up it's gonna have a video element because yeah boy we're gonna play a game would you like to play a game? I can't wait to play That's a That's going to be fucking amazing. Let's do it. But uh, with that being said, patreon.com slash 8122 Productions. Well, as little $1 a month, $3 is the top tier so far. Uh, there may be more added soon. But I will point this out. If you are a Horror Zone fan and you join Patreon, even on the $1 tier, I will send you a Horror Zone 607 uh, sticker and a Horror Zone 607 pin while supplies last. I got mine today. So we have pins and stickers. Well, supplies, we have enough stickers for. Everybody, But uh, pins, I have a limited number, so if you want to jump in there, even for a dollar, that's what you'll get. Just when you sign up, send a message that said you signed up for Horizon 607, and I will make sure you get those th- items to you. And if you sign up for the $3 tier, we're giving away stuff. I know this month, the $3 tier, uh, well, it won't go on until July because I get the, the keychains on July 1st. We'll be giving away three fat nerds, keychains, Ooh. and magnets, and then one lucky one, one lucky uh, $3 tier, which is Chubby Chaser tier uh, level. It's going to get a, a pop this month, a Funko oh. Pop. So uh, we got that going in, so you heard it here first. So not, not that one. And by the way, it's a great way to support, and it's a very cheap, and that's what helps us do all the podcasting and all of the streaming. So... Guys, if you uh, think that you can do that, do it. If not, enjoy the podcast either way. We don't care. We, lo- we love having you around for the conversation, but we also would like to give you ways to help support us. Mike C, speaking of support, uh, I might need some support, some call a friend, because it's time for the Horror Zone Trivia Question of the Week.
0: You got that right. It sure is. And uh, this week, I I wanted to kind of go with the upcoming holiday, the 4th of July, because 4th of July is less than a week away, and uh, it's one of my favorite holidays of the year. I just love it, love to have a picnic of some sort, some sort of a cookout, watch fireworks, be with family and friends, and there's not really a whole lot of horror movies that take place on the 4th of July, but there is one. There is one that I could think of, and it's one you know well, and you may or may not like it, but here it goes. What is the killer's name, his real name, what is the killer's name, and I know what you did last summer? One more time. What is the killer's name, and I know what you did last summer? And I'm going to give you a hint. It's not the fisherman. What's his real well, yeah, name? I, I know.
1: I knew we were going for his real name.
0: Yes, his real name. Did I mention it's his real name that we're looking for? Uh, yes. I may have ask. mentioned that. Uh, so the answer to that is coming up right after the break.
1: Hey, this is Ken. i Padawan J. Coach Tuffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to Rich and Mike on the Horror Zone 607 Podcast. Welcome back to The Zone. That, of course, is Creed. That's right. the song, What If. That's right, Creed. Creed on Horror Zone That's right, you're hearing what it if. here. Why? Because it's on It's on the soundtrack we're going to talk about in a minute. That's right. So, That's uh, right. There's a reason for
0: this. There is a reason There's for it. There's a method it. to our madness here at this show, usually, sometimes, once in a while. A little bit. But before we get to that, and, and this whole fun second segment that, uh, that Rich has for us here today, we have to answer... This week's Horizon 607 trivia question. And again, the question was, what is the killer's real name in I Know
1: What You Did Last Summer? So, I had to do this in reverse. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I did it because of part I know two. Because <laughs> in my head, I had to go, okay, what is the killer's name? And we all know that the reveal, okay, spoiler alert if you didn't, but I mean, it's an old enough movie, I don't think we have to do it. The reveal is that the boyfriend, the love interest, or the guy who's trying to be the love interest of Jennifer Love Hewitt, because of course, it, it, we still have, what's his name there, in, uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. Still right. In the, in the picture. But, but he's we wait, Will Benson. We have Will Benson. And when he breaks it, he has the greatest breakdown of all time. Remember it's it's Will. Will Ben son, Ben's son because it's Ben Willis is the name of the killer. That's correct. Now, I'm 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 curious of the, the 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 killer his son is his name really still Will and if it I, is is it William Willis?
0: Yeah, I kind of wondered Will that.
1: Will Willis it sounds like shit.
0: Yeah, I I kind of wondered that <laughs> if that was the case or if it was just Ben's son Willis Will he Willis will. I, I, I kinda that thought would, that 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 that's fit, more what he, they were going for He doesn't go into detail
1: about that. Yeah, we don't really He only does out. the Ben. Get it? Ben's son? Yeah. Ben's son? Ben'son? The world
0: will never know. Unless we get a third movie, a real third movie, not by not the, way, the garbage that we got. How bad is that reveal?
1: It was pretty rough. Especially with that Ben Son. And I like but, that And movie. he says it like, it was a decent movie. But that reveal where he's like, Ben Son? yeah. Ben, he says it like five times. You're yeah, like, you don't have to say that shit get five it? times. Ben's Ben Son? Like, we, we got it the first time, asshole. <laughs> like, nobody was really searching for it until you said it. And that's the only reason we didn't get it earlier. But as right. soon as you said it the first time, we fucking got it, guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you, you're Ben Son. And that, somehow that dude's still fucking alive. So you're saying that Ben's Son. Did you ever see the third movie? Where yes, he's a I did, zombie, unfortunately. Straight out zombie. He's like a ghost zombie yeah, type thing. That's yeah. Weird. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck that shit
0: yeah that that was supposed to be a third movie like in the actual series and jennifer love hewitt
1: and freddie prince jr were like nah, Said, yeah no nah, nah, after, the, after so. the dismal returns on two were done neither one
0: of them have done anything really much in the last 20 years they should probably get back together and make one we're big on bringing these movies
1: back i would well, love to doing see a third the, they're one. doing the series on amazon yeah i know but it's gonna be, that's gonna I, be more i'm just of a saying they're just doing a series I, would on ra- I would
0: like to see a third an actual third movie in that in that uh series so that's just
1: me but yes, the answer is Ben Willis. Yes, like I said, I, I really had to do the, the, the second into the thing because such a bad such
0: a bad. Scene, I had but a I feeling that's what would do it. So.
1: that's how I got the answer. I'm not even lying. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could be like I knew that. no, I literally went to one of the worst horror reveals of all time in my head and went, oh yeah, it's got to be Ben Willis. Cause it's I knew Ben's it was Willis. Son. I knew it was Willis because I always remember because of the 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 kid that dies. Yeah. You know, his, his son. His son, the his, boy. The, the other son, not, not, not Will Willis. <laughs> oh, no, there wasn't a son. It was a daughter. Oh, no, it was a daughter. Yeah, da- yeah, it's his daughter that died. Yeah. And then he killed the boyfriend. Right. That's what it was. Ah, yeah, That's whatever. right. You know what I mean. You, you know what I was getting at. You were. You, I was there. It was a crock pot I was cooking. All right. With that being said, though, it is now time for the Horror Zone. Talking horror segment, baby. Yes. And the past three weeks, we have done one of the better, one of the greatest lists that Mike C has done. I'm going to be honest with that. And that was the horror soundtracks or scores of movies, the top 30. And it was a great job. I loved the list. I thought the list was great. It was even so great that even though he doesn't listen to the show, somehow Diesel picked Jaws to be his Diesel's Movie Club pick. So it gave me an excuse to play the Jaws theme once again last week. So I played a lot of Jaws theme. It was good shit. Now, uh, we're, we're in between because obviously July hasn't started. And we already told you July, we will be kicking off George Romero July. We will be doing four different movies. We will be reviewing four different movies in the Talking Horror segment throughout the month of July, done by the great George Romero. And we will start that off with, on the first week of July, this next, up next week, with The Amusement Park. Yes. We're opening with The Amusement Park, the, the show, the, the, the movie that was just released onto. Uh, uh, shutter. We're not going to go into the details because when you know the stories about that fucking that that whole movie and how that came about, it's pretty epic. So we're going to talk about that next week. Don't worry, we're not bogging it down. So I was like, all right, we have one week in between. We've talked a lot of music. Let's keep the theme alive. And originally, originally I was thinking about putting together my own like top 10 list of best soundtrack songs now the difference between a soundtrack and a score mike is for keeping this at home is a soundtrack is music that's in a movie that is real music yes whether it was written and performed for the movie or if it was something in pop culture and they used it for the like movie. what if by creed right like what if by creed that that works out perfect great segue uh, so that I'm just explain that to the kids at home because they don't know what soundtracks are anymore because like I know Spotify has started to do this now and lump them together, but a lot of times there's not an official soundtrack. Remember when we were younger, and anybody who's a little older at home, you would go to the store and pick up the CD that was the songs from the movie or inspired by the movie because some of the songs were never even in the fucking movie. Yeah. Or, inspired by the movie it was just a way to get record companies would put new artists and stuff like that in these albums or popular artists with separate b-side songs to kind of keep them relevant right, right? and big ones would be like uh, terminator 2
0: soundtrack right. which was a lot of guns and roses oh, yeah. um you had uh forrest gump
1: soundtrack is probably the greatest forrest one forrest gump ever has a great soundtrack uh, of course uh, most famously it was an acdc album it was uh, of course uh, that, that that wonderful movie that uh, joe hill is remaking not freddy's dead Although Freddy's Dead, I think has a slight soundtrack. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, there's. But uh, Freddy's Dead is not is not the one we're talking about. Of course, we're talking about Maximum Overdrive, oh, the greatest movie. Which ever Joe made. Hill is actually thinking about remaking his father's <laughs> movie, which is true. It's yeah. not a bullshit one. Yeah. Uh, but that was, of course, an ACDC album. Yeah, they they used an ACDC album. That was like the tie-in in Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Yeah, Alice Cooper. Go. Yeah, Alice Cooper, man, man behind the mask. Yep. But anyways, with that being said, there's a, there's a ton of them. So when I got Breaking It Down, first of all, I found a lot more of the worst songs. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. But I also found a lot of best songs, and I too many for one list, So uh, for one week of just 10. So I, I'm going to do like a 20, maybe not as extensive as you, maybe we'll take a two-week period, I'll shave it down to like 25 each, and some month in the future or a couple times in the future, we'll do the 25 best Soundtrack songs and the twenty-five worst soundtrack songs, and and, and kind of have fun with that. So I'm gonna I want to filter out, but I want to stay in music, and I think the lost art of soundtracks is where I came. And I was like, you know, there was, in my opinion, there is two, count them two, juggernaut of horror soundtracks, and I want to give each of them their due and due time when we have segments open to do them. So the the one that we're not going to talk about today. But I prepare people for the future. It's Freddy versus Jason, which could be possibly the greatest soundtrack of all time, if not this one that we're going to talk about today. So, the one we're going to talk about today is actually Scream Three. We've talked a lot about Scream, but we're not going to talk about the Scream movies right now. We might talk about all the same, but this, my friends, is the definition of horror movie soundtrack. This is the perfect mix of bands who were up and coming, bands who were great, bands who you know would go on to be something, and getting them out there because even though. You know bands like Slipknot, which I'm going to mention in a minute because we're going to go through the... We're not going to play all the music, but we're going to go through the list of the songs and kind of talk about a little bit of the tracks, if you will. And this was such a popular technique, too, back in
0: like... Mostly, it was it was big in like in the second half of the 90s and the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, it was a good way it to get people a, heard. Yeah. But
1: although we know Slipknot is a mega hit, this is the year 2000. You got to yeah. remember... Slipknot came out in 1999 and they did come out and they had a, a lot of fanfare, but they were not the Slipknot we know now. So them being on this soundtrack was a way to put them out there, especially with one of their one of their classic songs off their, their Creed, first real
0: album. Creed really was the biggest act I think at that Creed point. Was Despite
1: a, what people say about Creed and have for the last 20 years, they were kind of the big... I am looking at the... We're going to go through it, but I do actually think When this was in 2000, Creed was the biggest band on this And they have two songs on here So let's let's just start right in Let's just jump in I'm going to play a little snippets in the background Uh, You did hear this a minute ago Um, This is Creed's What If Let me just skip to some music So there you go Let's skip to that Just so you guys can hear a little taste, right? The song gets me going, by the way. Yep. I'm not a big, I'm not a huge Creed fan, I gotta be honest, but this is like the best Creed song.
0: Well, I told you before the show, I, I really liked their first album. It was different, it was less commercial
1: than, uh, than their follow up albums were, but um, yeah, I, I, I dig that song. Oh, absolutely. Next up was the aforementioned Slipknot song. Now, mind you, you might also remember this from the self titled album. The song was called Wait and Bleed. I found so you guys, this is a less screamy version of than the album version. That's the only difference. It's one of my favorite versions of this song because it's different. Uh, but once again, this is proving like this was nineteen. This is year two thousand. This is right after Slipknot In debuted. The year so this is not a time when Slipknot was great. But this is a vehicle to get that song out there on a soundtrack to a huge horror movie sequel. Like Scream Three was a huge movie. Oh yeah, it was. Big. Like when Scream Three came out, like everybody knew because they were following the formula of a trilogy originally. Yeah. That this was going to be the movie to see.
0: Yeah, and. You know, the times Columbine and everything had kind of happened not long before this, and it kind of ruined what could have been. This one, I-, I like Scream Three, but it's definitely of the four movies that have come out. It's the one that kind of stands out. I-, I-, I think that Scream Four is the, mo- is the most unnecessary of the four movies, but um, Scream Three is kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the series. It's just it-, it has a completely different feel to it. It's it's a lot campier than than the other ones. A lot cornier. Um, I still like it. I love the I love the
1: ending. A lot of people hated that, but I, I thought uh. it was a very clever ending. I wasn't a huge fan of the ending, but I will say that I do like the movie, though. Yeah, it's not—it's not one of those third movies like The Godfather Part Three, where it's just total trash, right? It was actually it's just different. It's There's just, something. It has a different feel to it. But it should be. I, I also think that it could be, could be, that the movie is the most mean spirited out of all of them. Yeah, and that says something for me because I always like the most mean spirited one. Know, four is pretty mean spirited. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we're talking up till three. Oh yeah, cuz right up now to, we're just talking them, oh, yeah. well, I'm just right now we're just talking about when this album came out. So we're just yeah. talking up to 3. If you count 4 then yes. 4 is definitely the most yeah. conservative Once again though, going with my theory about how the new Halloween movie violence is keyed up. Yeah. Because if you think about it, there's a lot more violence in the 4th one and shown violence than there is in the other 3. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, there's, uh, the next song was Finger Eleven Suffocate. I'm not going to play that too much because it's not really a, a great song. Also, Finger Eleven had, was a, kind of like a one-hit wonder. Yeah. I think this is another thing that they used to do in soundtracks for those of you who weren't old enough for all the... is put bands on there that they were hoping were going to take off. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Right. Uh, this next song, though, you will know this band, Mike C. As a matter of fact, this band at the time was probably the second biggest band on this album. Because this is when they were first really, really taking off. That band is called System of a Down. Oh, yeah. This song is called Spiders. And this is actually played in the movie.
0: Yeah. The first time I heard System
1: of a Down, I didn't really care much for them. Uh, and they grew on me. They, they write some good stuff. I mean, there is some bad stuff in their catalog. And I, it, sometimes they're, I've seen them live and it's, 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 it's a mixed bag. Um, one time I saw them live at Montage, they kind of were being dickheads. And like he was like making references to the crowd singing along with only the songs they heard on the radio. But the crowd was singing along to everything. Because they were like a big enough band that people like just dug them. And the crowd started like turned on him. Really, like people who were fans they turned on. I mean, it's like you can't be an asshole like that. Later he'd come on be like, "Well, I had a rough day. I'm sorry." Like, like one of those things. But it's like, dude, don't take it out on your audience. No, nobody. Like, yeah. it's like customer service. Nobody gives a fuck. Just come yeah. out and do the show. You know what I mean? That's a quick way to kill your career. Another band that was kind of like Finger Eleven. I'm not a big fan of the song. It's one of the two downer songs, if you will, on here. It was uh, American Pearl. Uh, they did a song called Automatic. It's alright, but it's not a great song. So I'm not going to give you a clip of it. Uh, but they were another band that was actually super up and coming and never took off. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of. One one of those situations once again, you would get those mixed in on these soundtracks That's why I miss these soundtracks because you get introduced to new bands, right? This next band is a, a band that I'm a big fan of they were getting big at the time But they never reached superstardom, but they're a very well-known band. It's the band's called seven dust Oh, yeah, uh, if you you know seven Dust, uh, the song is called fall. Let's give you a little X script. This is fucking right here. How, how horror movie is this give me a second? Oh, it's yeah. a great drop right there. This is awesome. This drop is actually featured in the movie as well. Yeah, this f- feels like a scream movie. This ominous part of it is actually yeah. played. They don't play the part that's about. This to feels come like up. there'd
0: be like a scene where they're like opening up a scene and somebody's like walking down the street or something like that, and they're setting up
1: a scene. Yeah, it was. It was, it was something very similar to that. Then you get the heavy metal part. It's good shit. But uh, yeah, you know, What If, we didn't mention, What If is probably the one that's focused most in the movie because that is during the death of Cotton Weary and his uh, girlfriend. That's used. That's what the radio that that comes on the stereo system when Ghostface is trying to distract him. Right. So, I mean, it's in a prominent role, but once again, they were the prominent one. Of course, uh, a band that was also new like Slipknot, but would become a huge band. Is on next uh, That band is a little band I don't know if you've ever heard of them Called Godsmack uh, I've seen Godsmack live oh, Great show I have as well Great show This song is called Time Bomb This
0: is a great album Oh yeah I have this, this CD This was my favorite song on that, on oh, that it's album
1: a, it's, a, it's a great album Listen man Say what you will Godsmack has kind of become Like the Limp Biscuit of music lately But guess what? We all dug them back in the day. Don't fucking lie. Yeah. Great song on the soundtrack. Uh, Coming up next, though, is probably one of my, it's not my favorite song on this, but it's one of my favorite bands. And uh, the band is Coal Chamber. If you guys don't know Coal Chamber, they were signed by Ozzy Osbourne. It was an all-female band with the exception of The Singer. Oh, Because if you think about it, usually the singer Is the, the female, everybody else is male right. This is backwards, the singer of the Cold Chamber would go on to be the singer of Devil Driver So still around, still making Metal music, but uh, this song, I like this song It's called Tyler's Song go sign. Once again, heavy Heavy metal music In horror movies, go hand in hand If you get up But they strap you over Yeah, I don't remember hearing Does this in the movie understand? at all. I don't think it was played in the movie, uh, but they had it the in the soundtrack. If it was, it was real track. background in a car, right? Because a couple of these songs were definitely not, right. definitely not. Uh, I, I, I'm only going to play a few more songs to go over the rest, but uh, I will say this: I have to play this in honor of the late great Wayne Static. Uh, Static X was on this song. Was so real. Let's skip ahead a little bit. Get all that good, uh, only what Static X can give you.
0: I feel like any glow sticks.
1: Ah. Ah. Oh, yeah. So then we had, uh, a, actually, I, I, I lied. I think the second biggest band on this album when this album came out was the next band that I'm gonna talk about and play uh, just the next script. It was Incubus. Incubus with crowded elevator is on the soundtrack. Incubus was pretty big at this time. Yeah. Very big at that point. This is one of the more heavier Incubus songs. Yeah. So I was kinda surprised when you said this was Incubus. Yeah boy. I love it, you guys are getting a little bit of more music this month. This is what made this album great, though, is you had a little bit of a but you also had a, there was a lot of rock, a lot of metal, and that's really at the end of the day. Uh, Dope had a song on here called Debonair, very good song. Fuel on here as well with Sunburn. Hmm. Power Man 5000. Power Man 5000. No kidding. Here it is. Get on, get off. Mm-hmm. Power Man 5000. It's a big soundtrack. A lot of songs oh, yeah. on yeah. This dude, you got your money's worth for this one. Remember, your soundtracks were like the same price as regular CDs back then? Yeah. Like 16 bucks. Yeah. But uh, this one, you got a lot of good shit. Uh, also next, uh, Full Devil Jacket, Wannabe Martyr, Orgy, doing Dissension, Stained, Crawl. This is back in the beginning I like Stained.
0: Stained was somebody I, I always really liked them a lot.
1: They Ear were two- one I always wanted to see. Ear 2000s, Click Click, and let's end with the last song on this, and we'll kind of have in the background, is called, Is This The End? It's by Creed. It actually is played during the uh, yeah. the credits. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a fitting song to end what was supposed to be the end of it. So yeah, Is This The End is the name of the song, and this is the scream edit. So they actually, the song is, is a little different if you get the album version, but it's really good. It plays at the end of the movie. So uh, as a whole, Scream 3, as we just discussed, and we're, we're obviously, I said December, we're going to do all the Scream movies leading into Scream 2022. But I will say this, The Scream 3 is one of the most underrated movies in that series, because there's a lot of good stuff, regardless if you feel the same way about the ending as Mike C does, and you're like, oh, it was really good, or if you feel like the way I do, and I, I wish there was just slightly a little more, because it didn't, it, it, it pays off, but it doesn't like go into what I was hoping for, but once again, I'm not the person writing it. But I thought as a movie on a whole, it did everything it should do. We got the kills. We got the right amount of kills for a screen movie. You know, they didn't go over the top, which they could have. Uh, I thought that everything was, you know, there's nothing in that movie that stands out. I'm like, oh man, that's just not a screen movie. The only
0: thing I think that maybe would have changed with it being Roman was it it probably should have been another like a character that was around throughout the series. Maybe this would have been a good point to have somebody that had been in previous films that turn out to be the killer. I don't know that I would have really... Dewey is such a likable character, but Dewey was supposed to be one of the killers at one point. Right. You know, maybe it would have been a good time to flip that switch but and have we be the killer.
1: But here's the thing that's hard to decide who was supposed to really be a killer in that series and when you're digging through like the old things, because they made so many scripts because they didn't want anybody to know who the real killer was. Right. So in every movie, there was like seven to ten scripts where almost everybody in the movie was revealed as a killer. Yeah. And, they, and filmed, they make fun of that in f- this movie. Yeah, and they film the scenes. Right. They, they make fun actually, of
0: that. Uh, the scene with Jenny McCarthy where she's going over her scenes right before they, they get her. Another edit? Another edit? How many how many scripts are there? or whatever or you know, later whatever on
1: when the when the Sydney character is running through the, the mansion the girl yeah. plays her she's like I'm the killer in stab 3 she was supposed to be one of the original killers there was supposed to be a second killer yeah, yeah, she I was going that. to be yeah. It. Yeah, I love how she's running around I was the killer in stab 3 yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the
1: reason why she can't die but she can die yeah but uh, you know it's 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 crazy like that they did that and at that time when the internet wasn't as big as it is now it took for there was internet but it took forever to get your news yeah like the news cycle wasn't instantaneous like now because everybody has a phone on them they can instantaneously post the news. So the fact that even back then, Wes Craven was like, we're going to make sure nobody gets out. And even the actors didn't know. The actors didn't know what the final scene was going to be used because they purposely made them, they shot them and acted like they were fucking real.
0: So fun little fact before we wrap this up here today. Um, I remember after the first movie came out, I think it might have been right before Scream 2 came out. Um, It was somewhere in there. I was in college and I was taking some sort of a computer class I I remember being in front of a computer it wasn't a class that I cared much for but a buddy of mine was in the same class with me and we'd get done with whatever we were supposed to be doing and we'd just sit there and we would kind of scan the the internet and uh, we were both big into the Scream movie and I remember coming across a website at the time and it, it was called something like the third killer theory and that there was just no way that Billy and Stu could have possibly have done it, just the two of them, that there had to have been a third killer. And I remember when I saw this, I was like, ha, 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 look at that. Look at that. There was somebody else that was involved with that. There was somebody was that Roman, directed yeah. them, and it was Roman. So I thought that that was something that later on, you know, there was actually meat to that.
1: You know, somebody, somebody caught that early on, and it, that it turned out to actually be the case. Right. So, Well, you know what? Uh, I, I feel like anything that was put in there that somebody picked up on was real. Yeah, like let's be honest. It's, of course, it's real. Like the West Craven took a lot of good care of those movies. So, uh, in, including right down the soundtrack. Whether it was the score for the movies, which the score was always good and suspenseful, or if it's down to the music they were using. Hence, the Scream Three soundtrack being, in my opinion, one of the greatest soundtracks in horror history. Because there's so many great bands on there that would go on to be bigger bands. Even the bands that never really went past where they were at that time, they have great tracks on there. Creed, regardless how you feel about them, What If, is a great song. Is a great fucking rock song. And then like you go down the list. And there's just so many great things that fit in. It's a little eclectic. There's a little slower stuff. There's a little more dancer stuff. And then there's a lot of heavy metal. And that's, and that's successful.
0: One other thing I just want to point out, too, and they used, they used um, a lot of Creed with it as well. Halloween H2O, which, of course, was also by Dimension. And it was a lot of the same new music that everything was played in, in Scream 3 that was used in Halloween H2O. But Halloween H2O was
1: kind of similar. It had a pretty good soundtrack yeah. to it, too. They so. did a lot of new metal. Yeah. New metal. But there was a lot of Creed in there. The funny part about it is they did all the new metal at the end. Of the, it was of the new era. Metal one. Well, it was. It was at the end of the run, though. But the funny part about that is also was inspired by the faculty, which was being shot around the same fucking yep. time. And the faculty was using a lot of those new metal vibes. Isn't another brick in the wall like some some... Version of that yeah, I think was that, I used think So, it. Uh, actually, I want to go back and rewatch the fact I love we'll that movie. I, I, I liked it. I've always liked the movie, but it's been a while. I want to go back and watch Fun it. Fun double feature that and Idle Hands. Oh, we might we might make that. Idle happen Hands is feature. what we should use as our second Dude, movie. Dude, Idle Hands is great, and it just celebrates
0: anniversary. The has never seen it. I don't think, really? unless he's seen it, and I didn't realize it. I, I'm pretty sure he 20, hasn't seen it. Twenty
1: fifth anniversary. Yeah. Do you feel what a great old? movie. That should be what we watch with uh, maybe Lamageddon. Maybe I, we, we can dip into. We'll talk about. We'll talk about it, but definitely Laum so that's coming. Speaking of which, that's why you should be following us on Twitch. TV slash 607 podcast so when we make our decision you'll have the date, you'll have the time you'll know when we go live. You can hit the, the start on your movie at the same time. You can hear us joke, talk about fun facts and have a good time while all watching a movie together. Uh, a double feature in the case of Horror Zone. So that's coming up in the month of July. Also coming up in the month of July which we'll have a day for is another movie night. It's just the 607 podcast movie night and the, the votes are in. The votes are in. My Mike C. Do you think I should, on Horror Zone, I, should I reveal, I, I don't think the votes are quite completed yet. I think we still have, yep, we, it's not. it has not completed completely yet. But I can tell you that Independence Day is in a huge lead. It would take a miracle at this point in juncture for it not to be uh, Independence Day. I'm just trying to give you guys the live as it goes score. Uh, we don't have a date for this yet. Uh, yeah, 47% for Independence Day, 32%. We have about 11 hours and 11 minutes left. The announcement will be made on the 3 Fat Nerds podcast, Who Wins? But it looks like Independence Day is going to win. Uh, so in July, we uh, as a 607 podcast as a whole, myself, I know Ken M will be here. Diesel will be here. Uh, Mike C is invited. If he wants to come, he can be here as well. Maybe. And there's a couple of other, a bunch of other people that are always invited. You never know who's going to stop by. We'll have that information to you. That's going on in July. It looks like it's going to be Independence Day, but you never know. Armageddon stuff that ballot. Stuff stuff, the ballot. if you want to see Armageddon or Deep Impact well Deep Impact's pretty far back or uh, <laughs> the day after tomorrow which is dead in last place <laughs> which I thought people would troll us and like do that so and there's no that. chance
0: I kind of thought that was going to win but
1: uh, if you want to make a last rally and run for Armageddon or Deep Impact there is time there's 11 hours left if you're a patron you definitely have that because guess what you can support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month ton of extra bonus content patreon.com slash 8122productions and you get the Horror Zone 607 podcast you get it early the day we record it, not the day after, when the edited version comes out. Because you know why? Because it's unedited. So we give you the unedited version. You guys get a little snippet in the beginning, and where we take that break, they get a little snippet. Mike C. It's good times. They get a little bonus content inside of the show, and they get it early because it's unedited. And then you guys get the edited version the next day, which is fine if you guys choose that way. But if you've ever wanted to know, hey, how can I support Horror Zone 607 in 8122 Productions? 607 Podcast as a whole, the best way to do that, in the most bang for your buck, patreon.com slash 8122 Productions. And of course, you can tune in for a Love is Scary with Dr. Derek and Spooky Mike, because he's made his return. And we have a big, uh, we, are, we had your return episode in June. We talked all about uh, Batman and uh, oral sex you guys can if you guys if you guys uh if you guys were paying attention to the internet you know exactly what i'm talking about we all weighed in on that and then of course uh this upcoming month in july we got a game we're going to play with mike c because he wants he wants to play a game
0: i love to play a game
1: that's right so uh it's going to be thanksgiving oh yes no i'm joking it's not going to be thanksgiving but we got a good game for him and it's going to be a video version because we need video for the game uh so anyways with that being said uh Patreon.com slash 8122productions. Also, if you ever want a horror zone shirt or swag or anything like that, eventually I'm going to get something up on uh, the the stops. And be able to go But you, you can always Reach out to us Just hit, hit me up On social medias DM me on Facebook Or whatever Or Twitter And uh, let me know We can set up Payment and everything If you live local in a 607 You can even set up Picking it up at DMG And uh, I'll make you one Because I make all those Shirts in house so, I've got two of them Yeah we got, We're going to get More out there Mike C needs uh, Some more shirts And then of course We have other shirts And we're going to get Some designs out there I'm working on something Right now But I kind of want To do them myself In opposed to paying you know, T Public only giving me a dollar for right. what we sell. <laughs> I'm sorry if if you if if you guys like T Public, you know they're a great company, but I, I just I've been making my own anyways. And then you can support the show even further, and we can buy more stuff for for the show because we got some stuff coming up. We got daddy Daddy's got to get a DSLR camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming out of my pocket, though, let's be honest. But still. Uh, and so much more. But once again, if you want to support us, those are great ways to do it. And, of course, hit us up on those social medias, HorrorZone607 on Facebook. Uh, like, and, like and share that page, of course, at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607. Whenever talking about the show, Mike C., it's been a great show. That's all I got for the folks. Take them home. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for tuning
0: in once again this week and each and every week. We do appreciate you. Uh, uncle mike here just wants to just wants to say real quickly i hope y'all have a very safe and happy and wonderful fourth of july like i said earlier it's one of my favorite holidays of the year i hope it's one of yours as well get out
1: there blow off some fireworks just don't blow off your hands i i, I definitely or or something else yes please don't also uh before before you check out i do believe that the professor wants to sign off so the professor sign oh, well, off is he is he stopping he's, by? he's gonna sign off here right now ready boo this man Further, professor
0: thanks buddy so rumor has it he's gonna be back next week I don't believe him I don't believe
1: him one bit is it possible that I play the boo this man more than when he's in studio than I do when he's not I think you do. I do. He's got he, it coming to him. He does. He's, as soon he's, as he opens his mouth. Yeah, pretty much. You know
0: what, next week, you know, let, let's face it, he's probably not going to listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's, he's a busy guy right now, but uh, as soon as he goes to open up his mouth, we should introduce him, and as soon as he opens his mouth, watch very carefully and hit that button and interrupt him with it. And every time he <laughs> just, tries to talk the whole episode, yeah, just, so good. just boo him. I don't
1: know if I'm doing that, because it'll ruin the whole episode, but the first gag. You <laughs> guys right. heard it here first. That's going to be the that could opening gag. It be a
0: good gag. Patreon show. That'd be opening gag. Just boo the professor. But anyways, sorry. Uh, anyways. And, and I'm kind of thinking about a little bit of a name change for myself i'm kind of thinking that no longer will i be known as mike c but i will be known as spooky mike c on the show i don't know i'm totally in with the well, idea that's a mouthful i'm totally in with it i don't know we should that's say right.
1: you can still call yourself spooky mike c but then we just call you mike or mike c yeah. call you mike all i time.
0: you can call me whatever you want call you Al. yeah absolutely absolutely there it is we should play that should be our theme song from now on just
1: call me one of the greatest videos ever yeah because it's got fucking chevy chase in it yeah because for some reason, Art Garfunkel couldn't make the video shoot. I do you know, remember. Because che- Chevy Chase takes his space in the... A... Yeah, that's a true story.
0: I didn't know that. I thought mm-hmm. that they pretty much hated each other at oh, that point. Oh, they did. They did. So. But
1: they, they basically... They t- he, took out, he took out the one spot because they didn't... I, that's probably the real reason is they didn't want to work together. But one of them couldn't well, make the video it was a Paul Simon shoot.
0: song. It wasn't a yeah. Simon and Garfunkel right, song. Right, right, right. But. But,
1: but he played the Art Garfunkel role.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah,
1: if you ever know, if you ever look at their Garfunkel and uh, Simon and Garfunkel albums, like if you think about the movements of Chevy Chase, well, yeah. they were kind of Art Garfunkel-esque. Well, that's true. So basically, he had him in the the song just to probably. But he fuck sings it. like an angel. But you know what it was? It was a troll. It yes. was a troll. It was, it was, it was. It was a ri- Paul Simon, the original fucking troll.
0: He really was. He really was. But Art Garfunkel son- He sings like an angel. He sings like an angel.
1: They're both great. They're both beautiful uh, like voice. Paul Simon and Garfunkel, beautiful were great. voice. Yes.
0: But anyways, uh, that's that's neither here nor there. We're talking a lot of
1: music. We're next week on Music Zone 6070.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a follow-up show. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's it for the for the month
1: of music here. Yeah, sound of music Sound, sound of, of music. music June is over. It is,
0: it is, and I'm sad to see it go, but the show must go on, and we will be back next week talking about all the week's biggest horror movie news and talking a whole lot of horror because once again, you know that. George A. Romero. July is starting next week, so tune in for that. You're not going to want to miss it. For Rich, for the professor's mom, and for the professor, on Spooky Mike C. saying.